0: Hello, welcome to the Thoughtful Anarchy platform. This segment is Ask a Black Lady. So, I am an open black woman and I do not mind answering questions because I think the way we dissuade this fear, um, xenophobia, racism, all of the isms, bigotry, is by educating people. We, black people, are people first. We're people. And I think oftentimes we're not humanized. I am raising my voice cause another goddamn plane is up there. Just ruining the sound. And it, oh my gosh. So far it's been like six or seven planes, right? This is why I'm moving away from this area. Too many planes flying. Oh, I was gonna say a Samuel L. Jackson quote. But I'm not privy to the quotes from Snakes on the Plane, but it seemed appropriate. But now that I realize it's not about snakes, it's about the plane itself, I'm rambling. But I have no problem with you asking me these questions. I cannot be liable for if or when you ask other Black people these questions, they may not be as forthcoming or as kind as I am. I know some Black people who don't want you to ask them any questions. By all means, listen to them. But with your girl sunshine, she is open and willing. So let your questions on. I will say, do not be disrespectful or deliberately offensive. If you're calling me the N-word in a question, I'm not going to do anything to you. But I will ignore the question. I might curse you a little bit depending on my mood. I mean, brown liquor versus vodka. I mean, I don't know. It depends on my mood. I don't I don't know. It depends on my mood. But I won't answer those questions. But I look forward to having a delightful conversation with you, the supporters. And hopefully you like hear my responses. As the listeners, TT's not here. And I'll be answering these questions alone today. Okay, goodbye. <clears throat> First question. If the N-word is such a horrible thing, why is it still used in the Black community and in music? Isn't that just as offensive? So I was raised in the Caribbean. I've the only time I really heard the N-word was in music and that's American music. I And I don't listen to newer music in the Caribbean. I'm not a music fan in Jip. Lies. I like listening to music because I think it gets the energy right, so I listen to it occasionally. But I'm not someone who will listen to music as as my first resort. If you see me listening to music, don't talk to me because I'm probably mad. That's when I listen to music. I listen to music when I'm upset. Or I listen to music when I'm trying to party. So those are the only two. But I wouldn't just casually listen to music. So I'm not sure if they're using it now, but when I was growing up, the N word wasn't a part of the vocabulary down there. So perhaps I have a different perspective on it than TT would, but I know coming into it as a person from a homogeneously black area or part of the world, we, it, it just wasn't used. I, I'm not accustomed to people calling me the N word. The first time someone ever called me the N word was when I was in America. At a PWI, that's a predominantly white institute for those who don't know. And I knew they meant it to be offensive. But from my understanding of a lot of thought pieces I've read and a lot of the language I've heard is that a lot of people are taking back that usage of the word. And it doesn't mean the same thing as it would if a white person per se were to call them that or a person of any other race than the black people were to call them that. And... I've also heard counter-arguments, you know, from these from black people that it, it shouldn't be used at all. I'm of the mind that I don't police other people's speech. I don't use it unless I'm using it to emphasize a point or facetiously, and I never said a word how it's intended. Like if you've ever watched any of my other videos or what have you, if I'm saying the N-word, I'll be like, Nch! Or some some variation of that. I don't use it as the word solely because I don't endorse its use. But again, I'm not going to police how anybody else how, how anybody else uses it. But I do think when you're from a different race and you're calling someone this, you're. I don't. I literally don't give a fuck if you know them. I know these young bucks, right? some young black kids nowadays, this new generation, they have friends of all different races. And if they're fine with someone of a different race calling them the N-word, then that has nothing to do with me. I don't like it, but that has nothing to do with me. But then those people of the same generation who use that argument, oh, I call my friend this all the time, and they come call it to me, I'm going to put the pause on you. Because to me, that's disrespect. Right? To me... That's you deliberately trying to bring me back to a place that we are, in America at the very least, are trying to move past. I know some people are trying to bring us back to the days of slavery because I've had people watch me in my black ass face and tell me that life would be better if we were still slaves. But to me, if you're using that verbiage, then you are trying to denigrate me, trying to strip me of my humanity. So I don't use it as a part of my my everyday language. I know some people who do. And again, I do not police language and I don't tell people how to talk. I do not believe in censorship. Oh, have you heard, have you seen the debate about the the Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss books? I am not a reader of Dr. Seuss i've never seen the grinch Soul christmas that's just not my jam i'm not and i'm not about to start right now to be quite frank um but they pulled a few of his books and people are up in arms especially the people on the right wing, like <gasps> how are they gonna center this oh my god but nobody on the right or left centered it Perhaps in response to the backlash they've received, the family decided to pull these books, which is what happened. The estate of Dr. Seuss decided to pull the books. That has nothing to do with me. I wouldn't I wouldn't err on that side, right? Because I feel that if we forget that this country was founded on blood and genocide, we're doomed to repeat it. So in, examples of how certain people are marginalized, and caricaturized in film, art, storytelling, etc., is necessary to show just, uh, just to show history. I personally wouldn't buy it for that purpose, but people know it's there. It can be a, a collection of works. Yeah, that would bring me to the royal family, right? Nobody's big press that the queen is wearing African jewels in her crown and scepter when we know that european people entered these spaces these countries and killed the people and enslaved them took over their societies no one is pressed about that right i'm fucking pressed especially if you don't think that that lends to this greater idea of imperialism that you're better than me because you're white etc right but again i do not believe in censorship i don't consider the racist epithets that we may have seen or the imagery that we may have seen in the books to be specifically hate speech i do understand that it is a product of the racist structures and i think that it should be examined as such so if this book were ever to be studied then it needs to be viewed through that lens as something to a teaching tool but i don't necessarily think that the book should be cancelled or whatever I know people were mad that Biden pulled Dr. Su's office reading the agenda. He should. Why would you highlight this book? Like, why would you highlight these books? But, whatever. I don't. Going back to the greater question, I don't use the N word if you're a follower of me. Um, I don't expect you to use the N word when you speak with me. Again, it depends on who you are. I won't police your language. There was this one time, this Asian woman said the N-word in a song that she was singing, and I i still to this day, <sighs> my stomach churned because I didn't tell her anything, but also, it's not like she was calling me the N-word, and again, who am I to discern what's right or wrong for, for people, but I didn't appreciate it. And I did tell her I didn't appreciate it later, but in the moment I didn't, and I, I think that's, that, that's, that's what I, uh, a lack, a response. But yeah, I think it's a hard topic. I think that everybody has their own discernment when it comes to it. Who knows, it's like some people, I definitely know that a lot of other black people may have different interpretations of what it means or what it, what it represents when people use it who don't look like us. But that's neither here nor there. If you're on Sunshine's page and you're talking to me, if you ever use the N-word with me, we don't have problems. Okay, next I've got a couple questions. Um why does the black community complain about racism so much? Slavery ended a long time ago. That is a question that is hard to chew on. The black community complains about racism. I think the word complaints is problematic to me because we're getting we're we're giving adequate feedback to circumstances that we're beholden to because of these racist structures, right? So gerrymandering, for example, it specifically made sure that certain neighborhoods see black neighborhoods. Weren't given certain resources weren't able to vote in the same fashion If you see Georgia, even the Atlanta area, you should see this motherfucker The count- oh my god, you should- the the county of Fulton is like some kind of shroop here And then your oblong here, that shit is dumb Why do you think- anybody who has sense, right? Let me roll the sleeves up It is hot in- it is hot in this bitch Okay Do you think, right, if you have the adequate square footage of a state and you're trying to divide it into counties wouldn't you feasibly divide it into something that is relatively equal? No, these counties are designed so certain people can vote and they can find the most advantageous votes within these counties. Do you think the politicians who designed these counties and these voting areas wanted certain people to vote within it? Fulton County in Atlanta, it passes through the city of Atlanta. So they, they, they pick up some black people on the way, but it hits up north. I think it hits up a little bit past Alpharetta, but northern Georgia is pretty, or pretty white. Like north, north, north Georgia, I don't go there because I see confederate flags flying, shit like that. White people with very manicured lawns looking at me whenever I roll up. I'm not going there. Because it it wasn't an area that was designed for people like you and me. They're trying to keep the riffraff out. And by riffraff, they meant black people. They're trying to keep us out. So as you can imagine, the voting block has to look very white, which is why in Georgia, they passed over 200 bills to restrict voting because they don't, they saw what happened in this past election, and they're trying to make sure that it's harder for black people to vote. It is upsetting. This type of behavior this type of structural racism or this 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 obs- what's the word obscuring this obstructive behaviors and policy that makes it harder for black people to vote and disenfranchises black community it's ridiculous I'm oh uh, uh, my nail okay well I lost another nail everyone in black communities this zone higher for liquor store, tobacco, etc., right? And if you go, I have lived in white communities because that's where I came up into America living. If you go in these areas, you don't. It, it's so hard to find a liquor store. It, it's not as prevalent. I, I, in a black area, within within a one mile radius, I can find at least three to four liquor stores. Why is that? Don't you think that they're trying to get a community that is disenfranchised, that is. Oppressed by these racist power structures in our areas that don't have e- equal opportunities to access um, higher education, more opportunities. We don't have generational wealth. We don't have land, etc. Do you do you not think that these areas are easy targets for things that could potentially be addictive because you're trying to escape, etc.? These are all paths. These are all examples of the racist power structures in this country. I remember I, I, oh, I'm sweating because this, this shit, this this question, this question, people will look at me, right? I, prior to this endeavor, I lived my life in relative obscurity solely because my experiences as a black woman in America basically scared me into being quiet, more, not submissive, just more reluctant to engage the world as a whole solely because people perceive me as this danger or they perceive me as too bombastic or radical. The school I went to, I started a society, okay, it was based on the first black person to ever attend that school, and they thought that it was a sect of the Black Panthers. I wish it was, in hindsight, but it wasn't, and then we were a target for the school as a result, and... I, I don't see, right unless you're being deliberately ignorant, how you can not, oh, perhaps you just don't have access to black people, maybe you don't have black people in your life, this is why you ask this question. I don't see how you don't realize that there is a different reality for people who look like me in this country, especially black women. Okay, I, don't, I know you I remember Gorilla Guru Girl from a couple of weeks slash months ago, right? And she does dumb, I mean, I don't agree with what she did, right? It was dumb, but the backlash she got, even from Black people, oh that bitch is stupid, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, she's capitalizing on this. When there's a myriad of dumbass people out there capitalizing on it, and they just so happen to be white or non-Black, and people are so okay with it, but we are demonized when we have any shortcomings or failings or faults. I I can't fathom that if you're a person who is compassionate or empathetic, how you cannot see the plight of other people. I tell people all the time, I'm not Mexican. Do you know the crisis on the border? I'm not Mexican. But I can understand that that situation needs further examination and more compassionate policies attributed to its, its implementation. These people are running away because, or seeking refuge in the United States, the greatest country in the world, supposedly, because in their country, they're suffering and they're being murdered and killed arbitrarily. Why wouldn't you, as a beacon of hope, because this is what America purports to be, a beacon of hope help these people? I imagine, as a Black person, you know, there's all these stigmas about me coming in, but I'm fortunate to not have had crossed that border at that point because... What? What? I'm worthless. Racism is also prevalent everywhere. Especially when it comes to Black people because the question is specifically about the Black community. In every community, if you're Black and you have a darker hue, people view you as less valuable than everyone else. Even in the Caribbean, there's this issue now of people bleaching. They're bleaching their skin to be lighter because the idea that lighter is better it, it permeates every part of the globe that we're seen as the lowest common denominator. I think that you should evaluate yourself, um, re examine why you ask this question. Are you frustrated by people telling you their experiences? If you are, then I think that you should do more research and stop being frustrated. I'm, I can feel annoyance when people tell me about their situation that's trite. But I also understand that that's their reality and perhaps it holds credence for them. I know that in it is relative according to other global issues that we're having, but it still means something for them. If you can't look beyond yourself and try to understand someone else's situation, then I think that is more a reflection on you as an individual, as a global citizen, as it is in these people telling you that a system doesn't work for us. I said in one of the posts, the legal system, when people always advocate for this idea that the, the justice system is meant to lock up criminals, it is not. The 13th amendment does not abolish slavery. It caveats it. So you enslave people as a punishment. And as you can imagine, what would they try to do if they're trying to keep their labor force? at a diminutive amount of pay. They lock them the fuck up. So, I'll urge you to do more research when you're asking yourself these questions. I urge you to find more black people in your life. And if these black people are telling you that you're right, they're idiots. Find other black people, find me. I'm glad you asked me this question because it is frustrating to say the least. All right, moving on to the next question. What's the next question I want to examine? That question, I I talk a lot for that question. Oh my God. How do you feel about gentrification? How do I feel about gentrification? I don't like it, but I feel like that's a good examination for the last question, right? So gentrification is the idea of um, white affluent people moving into a neighborhood and then it becoming better consequently, right? So you see that, right? Black community... Not a wealth of resources or tax dollars attributed to education, um, infrastructure, etc. But when white people start moving in, then we suddenly have an influx of cash. What does that make you think, right? The neighborhood is worthless when it's just black people. But now that the the white people have entered, there's a reason to invest. There's a reason why everything goes up. Because they're considered more valuable than we are. How do you not see the structural racism in that? I personally ride through my hood. It's not, it's not a hood. I'm, I'm being facetious. I, but I personally ride through my neighborhood playing meat mill as long as I can to scare off gentrification. There's a meme out there that said they shoot like a couple bullets in the air to scare it off too. I think that's hilarious. But it makes sense to me. Right? Because we shouldn't, our value shouldn't be <laughs> our value shouldn't be how many white people are in our neighborhoods. We as human beings are valuable as well. How, how are you going to tell me that we're not deserving? That's that's a question I asked last night in the story, right? Are we not deserving of protection? Are we not deserving of empathy? Are we not deserving of all the things these other people are deserving of? When you talk about reparations, I am for reparations. I just think how the political system is poised now, reparations is not going to happen. Which is me, as a thoughtful anarchist, I say take the whole thing down and start fresh. Where the the, the, the barriers of structural racism in policy on the political bureaucracy doesn't intercept the greater goal of making the world more equitable for everyone, right? And every other person's, right, have gotten reparations for the misdeeds that have been done for them right what about black people are we undeserving when people talk about what's what's, what's, the, what's the thing i hear right until relatively recently black people weren't able to Black people weren't able to own land, much less black women. It took a while for women to own land. First it was black men and then black women could own it after the suffrage movement, etc, etc. And even the suffragist movement wasn't about black women, it was about white women. And then we had to fight for our own, but black women always lift up everybody's voices. But do you understand how having that land and not having to pay for something like rent a mortgage can be conducive to someone's income. Do you know how much that takes up? So you have more dollars to spend when it comes to all these other things that you're trying to entertain. It gives you more opportunity. To be quite frank, it's awful that money creates opportunities, but it does. And if we do not have a wealth of land or opportunities afford to us, then of course our starting place is gonna be very different. And especially when you're trying to get certain, um, what's, what's it called? The reality is, right, if you're a black person asking for capital, you have to be a very specific type of black person. And even if you're not, I mean, excuse me, even, even if you are, then you still may be denied solely because your blackness is, quote unquote, a stigma, right? Right? It, it, it potentially lends to your supposed unreliability, your your, your capacity for an enrichment or a steady profits, etc. But that's because the whole world has been the media frenzy of this world has been made to purport black people as this certain negative archetype when that's simply untrue one and two they don't see how damaging it is to our communities how it keeps us in these places if you're going to tell someone right if you're going to purport your message that black people are lazy and not punctual then who's going to want to hire these people if that's the message that's out there and the media plays a big part in it because let's face it the media has a lot of influence it is sad. I, I try to express to some of my friends that oftentimes I am sad because the realities for me is far different from the realities for them. And a lot of my friends are non-black. And I don't think they understand when I try to tell them, they tell me about their issues. And it's like, why can't you just focus on the fact that I'm telling you i don't choose to be black i am black but i don't choose it i am proud of my blackness this is what was bestowed upon me i am proud of it but my life is different the interpretations of my words everything is different because of my blackness i hear people tell me all the time they're surprised at my vocabulary and you know why they're surprised because they don't expect someone who looks like me to talk like this they don't expect me to have read a fucking dictionary when it's mostly there all the time it is, it is quite frustrating, but I think all of this will help you sum up what I feel about gentrification. I don't fucking like it. Communities don't need to be gentrified. There can be black communities without them being hoods or ghettos, what people like to say. There can be black communities that are thriving. If we'd hold our political representatives feet to the fire, if we change these racist policies, Because our communities are just as deserving of resources and respect and value as any other person here in America. At the very least, I can't speak to globally because I let people handle this shit even though I don't like it. I would never try to to superimpose my views on people in the Middle East or Africa or anything like that. But I want them to be better to their black communities. I hope their black communities are fighting as hard as I see so many people over here in America are. And I will continue to be an advocate for that as well. Um, I do not... I know a lot of people actually ask me to go into politics. I do think I have some great ideas, but I'm not a political operative. I, I am, I am too, too, too easygoing and loving for that. But because the, the political sphere as it is now, you see all these populist nationalist fuckboys out here trying to kill all of us. Like, we can, we can have a conversation with them. What we need to do is just, like I said, get them the fuck out of office and just start afresh. And I think the community should be as diverse. The political community should be as diverse as this country is. So, I think that's the last question we should answer. But let me see what the time looks like. Should I do a little bit more? Oh, no, I think that's a good time to answer. It's just me. All right. Well, I lost my shoe. Please feel free to ask any questions that you have in your mindicles. I'm really open to answering anything. Um, Like, comment, share, subscribe. I think that this is a worthwhile endeavor. The Thoughtful Anarchy Podcast is to showcase black women in a different light. The mainstream media has, even when black people create content about black women, that shit is so ruinous. And I am trying to set the narrative straight. Black women can be anything. We are everything. We're nerds. We're mothers. We're single people. We're in relationships. We're loved. We're loving. We're aggressive. We're not. We're quiet. We're sad. We're happy. We're all the things. We don't need you to define us by your own gentrified idea of the black lexicon. So, I look forward to your continued support. Um, The links are in the bio. Please feel (laughs) support us if you can. If you cannot, just follow us on all our social media pages and press that subscribe bell thingy. Um, I hear that's when you know our videos are happening. YouTube, I was trying to fuck people over, but you know, this is where we live in. So have a wonderful day, and I hope you enjoyed the segment.